This is a Colored Pencil Podcast, session number 211. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a Colored Pencil Podcast, where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts, Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick, sharpenedartist.com, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. Lisa, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am doing never better. You know, it's been forever since we've recorded together. I think it's been, I, know. Like, I don't know, a year or something. Feels like it. <laughs> Maybe not that long. A few weeks anyway. Did you so, miss me? You must have missed me. Oh, just, just terribly. Missed you so much. <laughs> and I was down there in Texas. And I know we just talked about this. I'll tell you all listening, but um, I was going to look up what town Lisa lived in. And uh, turns out she was right there. You live in Grapevine, right? So she's right there in the town that I went to a wedding. I went to my nephew's wedding right there at Grapevine. And it's like, after I left there and I was back in a, in Missouri where my mom lives, my wife told me while we're down there, she said, you ought to look up where Lisa lives. I said, yeah, I will. Not not at this moment, you know, I was doing, doing something else. And then we thought about it again, or I thought about it again in Missouri. And I said, oh yeah, we were right there in the same town. But oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about today? We have five tips to get artists motivated. Yeah, this is a recurring theme uh, with artists and with questions that we get quite often. So I think it's a a worthwhile topic. And let me just say a word to you. If you're listening to this and you've you've thought maybe of some shows we've done in the past that are uh, related to this. um, And if you still have a problem with it, you're like, oh, great. They're doing another show on tips on how to get motivated. Let me ask you a question, though. Do you have a problem with it? Um, because sometimes I do, listen with some renewed sense of what you may do instead of just listening. That's often my problem. If I hear something and I think I've heard it before, I want to listen with just a renewed sense of what I can actually do. Implementing is what I'm talking about, rather than just listening. So hopefully these will help you out. So our first tip, it actually comes from a quote or is based on a quote from Zig Ziglar. I don't know who that is. You don't? But Are you he, kidding me? Yeah, I don't know. I oh, had to look a, it up. He's I'm an like, old motivational speaker. He's like one this? of the first but motivational I love speakers. This. Real popular. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But from when, when about was he popular? He died, I think, maybe a decade or two ago. But it would have been probably late 70s, early 80s, something like that. Well, I think he's a genius for this quote alone. People often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And this is, I mean, when I live stream, one of the most common questions I get is, how do I get motivated? How do I get, I mean, it's constant. And you'll occasionally get it from the same person where it's like, I lost my motivation again. How do I get motivated again? It's such an ongoing thing. And the thing that you need to understand is there's no like, you're not going to find this treasure of a a quote or treasure of an idea. And that's the one thing you need to hear and you'll forever be motivated. You constantly have to be looking for new motivation. And there's no one motivation thing. You know, that's why we've got a list of five today. There are 
tons and tons of bits of motivation out there. You may want to make take a chalkboard or something and write chalkboard. Did I just age myself? What do people use now? A whiteboard? What actually is a chalkboard anyway? <laughs> make a list or something with things that you can ideas to motivate you. Yeah. So this is the first tip is that you just have to remember there's no one tip. There's tons and tons of advice out there to get you motivated. And it's something that you constantly have to search for. One of the things that I recommend you do while you're working on one project, start thinking about the next, start getting ideas for the next. You don't you're not just going to come up with one idea and you're done, just like bathing. You're going to do it over and over again. So while you're working on one painting, start thinking about ideas for the next. Now, maybe the idea will come from the painting you're currently working on. Let's say you're working on a still life and it has apples and grapes or I don't know. I'm just throwing random things out there. I'm hungry. I want apples and grapes. But if, if you're doing something like that while you're working, have ideas forming in your head. How could I take this same concept and make it different? Maybe I include an animal in it. Maybe I include different elements of a wooden box, a wooden crate, a teapot, a octopus coming out of the teapot. I don't know. But you constantly want to be renewing that those ideas, constantly thinking while you're working on one project, be thinking about ideas for your next. Yeah. Now, just a word there. When you think of these new ideas and you get all excited and motivated about the next project, don't rush through the current project. Yes. Take your time and do it justice and just realize that that one's going to be there once you're done with this one. You'll appreciate yourself and you'll be so thankful that you didn't rush through it. Yes, absolutely. And one of the things that I like to do when I get an idea for another painting, sketch it out just loosely, get a general idea in a sketchbook. I cannot tell you how many times I did this, came up with what I think was a great idea. Time comes for me to start the next project in my brain. I just blank out. Like, what was it I th- came up with? So having a little, just a loose sketch, I mean, stick yeah. figures level of sketch, yeah, something that gives you an something. idea that can help. So you've got it written on paper, but you're, you know, Documented on paper, but yes, you are so right, John. Put all the work needed into your current project. All right, next, paint something to surprise a family member or friend. Now, Lisa and I were talking about this just quickly before the show, but that is something that, you know, can really get you motivated. Uh, when you're going to do something and you know ahead of time that they're going to be excited about it, if it's some, something for a family member or friend, maybe they've requested it or you're going to gift it or something like that, you know the reaction's going to be great. Sometimes with commissions, you're not always so sure about that. And it's surprisingly, you know, sometimes you can pour your heart and soul into one of your best pieces and it's a commission drawing and sometimes those just give you an underwhelming response like oh yeah it's good okay how much was that again that kind of thing like uh wow i was impressed with myself on that one and they barely even (laughs) responded you know so when you're doing something for a family or friend and there's been times and you've probably run into this as well lisa that i have just you know thought oh this is a bomb this is no good and i was embarrassed to even give it and then the response was so positive from the friend that it was like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. It was good for my ego, if nothing else. Yeah. Now, one of the things that will kill the motivation on the flip side of that one, for me anyway, is if I've got friends and family asking for free work. I usually won't do it. Uh, That's, you know, maybe they told me once they wanted a painting of a hummingbird or something. And a year later, I think, oh, I want to do this gift for them. That's different. But if it's somebody, um, I've had a few family members who are constantly, do this for me, paint my portrait, paint this, paint that. That kills motivation if I try to do it. I just don't do, you know, when I, I often say don't do free work, 
like you're, you know, you're not doing free things constantly, but gifting because you chose to, that's where I find the motivation because you wanted to give them something, not because they kept asking for it. Now, I mean, maybe that doesn't kill motivation for you, but over the years, I had it happen so many times that I just end up not wanting to do the work when I'm asked to do something for free. But, you know, someone moves into a new home or an apartment. I have so much fun drawing or painting something as a oh, housewarming gift because I know it goes with their decor. I know they're going to be excited. That's where I find them. The, you know, I get really motivated. And I can't wait to finish it so that I can give it to them. Yeah, no, that's great advice. I love that. So number three on our list, if you always do what you always did, you will always get what you always got. That's from an anonymous. No one knows who, who said that. But how true is this? If you've been painting over and over and over again, and you're doing the same thing, you're going to get the same results. Try something different. Try whether it be a different subject matter, a different way. Maybe you try mixed media. Maybe you put watercolor down before your, your colored pencils and you've never done that before. Try something different. Sometimes that can really sort of rejuvenate your passion to, to paint or draw. Just spark that interest a bit more because I find if I do the same thing over and over again, I get bored if I do the same thing too many times. I, I just really start to feel burnt out. Out. mix that up and it doesn't if you want to stick with colored pencils fine maybe try something with graphite too maybe something that's part graphite part colored pencil try something different and sometimes that just sparks that excitement to get back to that easel again yeah i love that idea i mean just trying a different medium or trying different tools or products or whatever and recently, I've been trying the Derwent Lightfast pencils again. I mean, I tried them before when we uh, reviewed them, I don't know, a few months ago. But I got interested in them again, started doing a project on them again when they came out with their expanded 72 set. So I'm so excited about that. And I am just in love with these pencils. They're so good. And I also combined that with working on Pastel Mat. And I'm just loving it. I, I just feel like um, it's a different way of drawing and and. I don't know. It's like a new medium nearly to me drawing on pastel mat with light fast pencils. It's like totally different from, you know, you could switch it up so much with colored pencil because there's so many different ways of applying the same medium. And if you change your tools and your products enough, you can really inspire yourself because working on pastel mat is an, an entirely different experience than working on cotton paper. Uh, so if you've not tried just switching something up, be it your support that you're using or the pencils themselves or an entirely different medium. I would highly recommend that. All right, next, this is something that I do quite often, and that is layering rewards. So, for example, if I tell myself, okay, I'm not going to listen to this certain audiobook that I'm really into right now. Um, unless I'm drawing on this commission portrait that I'm working on or on something else that, you know, I'm going to do while I'm at the easel, then it's going to motivate me to go ahead and do that very thing and telling myself those kinds of things, you know, having some kind of reward layered in there. And if I can layer rewards and not just have one reward, but maybe have two or three, like I'm only going to drink my, I don't know, peach tea while I'm at the easel and listen to that audiobook and I'm not going to um you know take my walk until I've drawn for 20 minutes or 2 hours or whatever it is for you then I tell you what I I don't have a whole lot of problems in getting motivated to go over there and sit down and do the work 
So that's one thing I would highly, highly recommend. Figure out what those rewards would be for you. And maybe it's watching a Netflix show or, you know, after I draw for so long or after I do whatever X is, then I'm going to reward myself with whatever this other thing is. You know, it's kind of like you didn't get dessert when you were a kid unless you ate your broccoli, that kind of thing, you know. (laughs) Tell your husband you know, that. Doesn't he hate broccoli? I think you're, no, I remember you saying No, he loves it now. That. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, which is really weird. Okay. He used to hate it. Yeah, but I mean, it's the same concept. You know, we do that and we understand it when we're kids and our parents did that to us. And I still do that to my 18-year-old and 15-year-old. Um, I, I, th- I, tr- I, you know, I think to myself, I'm tricking them and they don't realize I'm doing it. They know what I'm doing. They're too smart for that. <laughs> but you can do it to yourself and it works just as well. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that about the audiobook. That's how years ago I used to work, walk four miles a day and trying to get myself to do it. I just didn't yeah. want to. I knew right. I needed to. I just couldn't get myself to do it. And it, my first audiobook I listened to was Sookie Stackhouse. Lo- I had so thought they were so fun in the beginning, especially. So I would, I walked the one of the first days listening to that. I made myself a rule. You can't, because I couldn't afford to buy a lot of audiobooks yeah. at the time. So I was like, I need to make this last. So I thought, you can only listen to this while you're walking, cleaning the house, or at the easel. Right, right. <laughs> I walked for seven miles one day. Now, this is going from somebody who hadn't walked in a very long time. But I wanted to keep listening because yeah. this is yeah. fun. I want to listen to this book. Yeah. That, that's one of the most effective things for me is yeah, me making too. myself... I've gotten bad about that, though. I let myself listen to my books all the time, all day. Maybe I need to go back to that rule. <laughs> uh, I'm about the same way, but there is one last tool that I have up my sleeve, and I'll share it in a moment uh, before we close, that actually works better than anything I've ever tried. <laughs> so the fifth tip on our list is paint something for a specific area in your home to go with your decor. Do you have a wall next to your desk or your couch and you think, if I had something with these colors, this subject, it would just make this room look so much prettier. That's actually how I got started with art, you know, started taking art seriously, I should say, was I wanted some stuff for my wall. I couldn't afford to go out and buy stuff. So I needed to learn how to do it myself. A little, I would do charcoal sketches, anything, but that's how I got started. Now, that's one of the things that still will motivate me. If I've got a bare spot on the wall, I don't have bare spots on my wall anymore, by the way. So It doesn't work for me anymore. But when I did, whenever I had a bare spot, I'd come up with an idea that I just knew these colors, the subject matter. I knew what the lighting in that area of the house was going to be. Pick the perfect subject. And it was exciting to do something because I couldn't wait to get it on my wall. I knew it was going in that one spot and I was so excited to do that. And that was always something that really helped get me to the easel and get me to do it longer because I wanted that ready to go. I wanted that on my wall today. That makes a lot of sense. I like that idea. It wasn't that long ago we had somebody over and um, they said, a couple over, and they said, uh, wow, we expected when we came in here that your artwork would just be all over the walls. (laughs) Like, no, it's not. (laughs) Like, I should actually do that. Yeah, mine is. You know who's funny about that? Aliona Nicholson. Uh Um, So many of you guys know she's the person who invented the powder blender method for or products for blending your colored pencil. She wrote the colored pencil Bible and the colored pencil painting portraits. You know, this woman's work is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And I got to see it in person when I went to her house. But what was funny to me, her walls are bare. 
there is nothing on her walls. I was giving her a hard time. I'm like, hang your work up. Oh my gosh, you have the most amazing work. And she has completely bare walls. I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand. And she has all of the artwork. Most of it isn't framed, but she showed me where she stores it. And it's like, oh my gosh, I would have that all over my walls. They are amazing. But yeah, she's one who you wouldn't expect to have bare walls either. And she does. Well, and with this open concept kind of thing now too, a lot of people just don't have wall space like they used to, you know. Hey, she had some perfect walls. There we go. (laughs) She definitely had some walls. No No, you're right. It's funny. We were so total side story here, but we're having a house built and all of the models. That was something that I've never really liked. And even the one we got is is an open concept. And I'm like, I'm losing wall space to hang things. Yeah. Like, where am I going to hang all of the paintings? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Luckily, there's a long hallway. They're probably all going to end up in there. Yeah. It's kind of bad news in a way for artists that are that are selling their work Mm -hmm. uh, as a primary source. Um, yeah. Because of this open concept. I kind of look forward to when that style isn't as popular. I want walls. Again. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's it's like a pendulum, right? It'll swing in the other direction at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. So, OK. So one last thing that I wanted to uh, sort of just put out there, and this sort of goes against what we've been talking about a little bit. And that is this is the most effective thing for me um, is when I get rid of this whole idea of motivation. And I don't think about being motivated. Instead, what I do is, and there was a question that was sent in about a week ago, actually, and they were asking about what kind of systems or things have you had to put into place to be able to put out so much work, like create the courses that I've created and things like that. And my answer is this, habits. I have habits, goals, are elusive and feelings are, you know, notoriously unreliable. They're temporary at best, but systems and habits are the things that I've tried to employ. Those are life-changing. I feel like if I didn't have some, and I don't like the word schedule, but I'm going to go ahead and use it very briefly here. But if I had, if I didn't have a schedule, then I wouldn't get a lot of things done. And I don't really have a set like schedule. I start at seven o'clock and I get this done. What I have more are habits within this time frame. Early morning time, I do this. Within late morning time, I do this. I get these certain things done. And if I didn't do that, um, I would be a wreck and there would be no structure and I wouldn't have any momentum in my business. Such good advice. All right. So maybe you have something you would love to add to this list. We would like to hear that. You can reach out podcast at sharpenedartist.com is the email. Comment in the show notes, sharpenedartist.com slash podcast. And this is a weekly show. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.